Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Man, today is the day, our second annual Turkey Bowl, and so I hope you're getting ready to come out and play football with us. We're just going to hang out. Man, if you're in town, come over at Fred Kirby Park in Lake Park. Uh, Lake Park, the neighborhood right there at the very front entrance at the soccer field. We got the field from 10 to 12. We're going to play football with you. We'll have some pizza for you at the end, and it's just going to be a blast, man. So come hang out with us. Uh, come be a part, and uh, let's just have a good time together. And uh, But today, we're continuing to walk through Isaiah, man. In Isaiah chapter 19, we're going to look at how the Lord deals with Egypt. And now now this is pretty incredible. This is a pretty incredible passage because there's one thing when you read the New Testament that's kind of funny is when Jesus comes, right? Jesus dies for our sins, the sins of the world, for God to love the world, that he gave his one and only son, you know, whosoever should believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Shout out to VBS, John 3, 16, right? But but it's, it's clear that when Jesus comes that he did not just come for Jewish people, but he came for Gentiles as well, right? This is why Paul can write in Galatians and, and hint to this in Ephesians where he says there's neither slave nor free nor Jew nor Greek, but we are all one in Christ, right? And so it's clear that the gospel is an invitation to all people. The, the gospel is an invitation not to just people of Jewish lineage and descent, but it's an invitation to all people. But what's amazing is when you read the New Testament, there's pushback against that, right? Like the Jewish people are like, hold up, you know, you, you got to do this and you got to do that if you're a Gentile to enter into the kingdom of God. And And they really made it harder on the people. They started adding works onto the Gentiles in order to get into the kingdom of God instead of doing what Paul is preaching and what the Holy Spirit is is compelling Paul to preach that you're not saved by what you do, but you're saved by grace through faith and what Christ has done for you. But what's so cool about this is to think about this New Testament picture. Jesus did not just come for one people group, but he came for the world. He came for the sins of all people. And to see how that's not just a New Testament idea, but it's something that God is doing in the Old Testament as well. See, I I hope you're seeing as we've walked through, gosh, we've walked through Exodus and Psalms and Proverbs and all the minor prophets and here Isaiah, is that the Bible is is one story, right? The the Bible is, is one book. It's one narrative talking about how God is redeeming the world. And so you look at Genesis chapter 12 when God calls Abraham and says, through you, I'm going to bless all people, right? Not just a select few. I'm going to bless all nations through you, which is what Jesus comes to do. And here you see a hint of that as well, because the first half of chapter 19 is God is going to deal with Egypt. God is going to deal with their sin. Judgment's going to come upon them. But but look at what it says in in, uh, Isaiah chapter 19, starting in verse 19. Just listen to this. It says, in that day, there will be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar to the Lord at its border. It will be a sign and witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt. When they cry to the Lord because of oppressors, he will send them a savior and defender and deliver them. So the the judgment of God is going to wake people up in Egypt to realize who God is, and they're going to cry out for deliverance, and God's going to deliver them. This isn't Israel. This is Egypt, right? It says, and the Lord will make himself known to the Egyptians, and the Egyptians will know the Lord in that day and worship with sacrifice and offering, and they will make vows to the Lord and perform them. 
And the Lord will strike Egypt, striking and healing, and they will return to the Lord, and he will listen to their pleas for mercy and heal them. This is the Egyptians, right? This is not the people of God. This is the people, if you go back to Exodus, we're enslaving the people of God, and yet God is going to deliver them. And it says, in that day, this is so awesome. It says, in that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria, and Assyria will come into Egypt, and Egypt into Assyria, and the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians. And in that day... Israel will be the third with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing in the midst of the earth, whom the Lord of hosts is blessed, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, and Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my inheritance. That, that God is going to judge Israel, I mean Egypt and Assyria, yes, but, but God is not forsaking his redemption on them forever, but, but redemption and restoration is going to be offered to them. And did you get the part where it says Egyptians and Syrians and Israelites will be worshiping together? It, it reminds me, uh, shameless plug for life groups this week. Man, if you're not in a life group, you need to be in a life group. You need to be with us every single week. And in John chapter four, we're talking about that this week where Jesus interacts with a Samaritan woman. And what happens is she uh, she's asking Jesus, where are we supposed to worship? Like you say it's good to worship in Jerusalem. But where are we supposed to worship? And, and Jesus says that he's bringing something, that a time is coming where the location of worship doesn't matter, but the people of God will worship in spirit and in truth. And that's kind of a picture of what's happening happening here, that God is offering redemption and restoration to even the Egyptians. And his grace is so good. His His mercy is everlasting. As Lamentation says, his mercy is new every morning. So man, just rejoice in that today. Meditate on that today, that even for the Egyptians and the Assyrians, God's grace and his mercy is being extended. And uh, man, what an awesome picture of the gospel, how Jesus didn't come just for a select few but he came for the sins of the world. What an awesome passage. So can't wait to play football with you. So excited. I love you and see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.